0: Welcome to Rslash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r/slash, butthole where OP discovers that her daughter's daycare is insanely racist. Am I the butthole for writing a bad Yelp review about my child's daycare, calling them racist? A while ago, my eight-year-old daughter was complaining about her daycare because they weren't giving her sunscreen. She asked for sunscreen, but they said that black people don't need sunscreen when in reality we do. Before COVID, they went on a field trip and they made all the black kids sit in the sun and made the white kids sit in the shade because they thought it would damage their skin or some BS. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh no! I talked to the ladies at the daycare and they said it was justified, but said that if we brought in a doctor's note, they would give her sunscreen. I made my daughter take it to school and let her share it with the other kids, but then the teacher took it, saying that she wasn't allowed to do that without permission. The other day, she came home with a bad sunburn and her skin was peeling, and I had enough and wrote that they were racist and segregating kids, and that she could get skin cancer because they're forcing her in the sun without sunscreen. I sent the lady in charge articles about cancer and that black people can get sunburned, and I sent her the names of the employees who enforce those stupid rules. She said that they were under her orders and that she was right because we have more protection against this and said that I was blowing this out of proportion and asked me to take my review down. I'm seriously thinking of contacting a news channel about this. My friend said that I'm being a Karen for complaining publicly and that black people have melanin so that gives us a lot of protection that other kids don't have. OP. (laughs) That's not them being a butthole. That's just straight up racism. Like, <laughs> they're segregating kids. Like, oh my god. Okay, everyone, all the white kids go over here in the shade where you can rest where it's nice and cool. All the black kids, you go over there in the sun. <laughs> that actually made me uncomfortable to say. And then, <laughs> and then this woman has the absolute audacity as, I'm guessing she's a white person, right? I think everyone here is probably assuming that this person's a white person. She has the audacity as a white person to, I guess, white-splain to a black person what their skin is like. Like, on top of this, what's the harm? Why are they enforcing this rule? Like, even if you're in a basement where there are no windows, if you want to put sunscreen on your skin, you're not hurting anyone. So why are they going out of their way to force black kids to not have sunscreen? To make all this worse, sunburns can be kind of serious. Do you know what a sunburn actually is? Do you know why your skin peels off like that? Because UV radiation actually damages the DNA of your skin cells, which can turn them cancerous. The actual sunburn, like the reason why your skin peels off, that's not caused by the sun. That's your own body killing your cancerous skin cells to protect itself. Like, most people grow up thinking that sunburns are caused, you know, by the sun itself because sunlight is warm and sunburns burn, so it's kind of logical, right? But no, the burning, the redness, and the peeling comes from your own body attacking itself to kill the cancerous skin cells. OP, this is a serious problem that deserves a serious response. Step one, keep that review up. Step two, pull your child out of that daycare. Oh my god! Step three, please go to the newspaper because these people whose responsibility it is to care for children are literally putting children's lives at risk here. Step four, maybe even consider suing these people because I think you've got a pretty strong case. OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. As for them, (laughs) I can't even rate them on the normal butthole scale because this isn't a butthole problem, this is a racism problem. I think I have to give them (laughs) four out of five racist buttholes. Am I the butthole for taking a wedding dress back? I have a designer dress that I got at a ridiculous discount. I paid slightly less than 10% of the original cost for the dress because the bride who owned it never made it to the altar. She was rich and didn't care about money and I was discount shopping on Craigslist. It was a perfect match. I made the dress my own by taking out the zipper and putting in a corset back, adding a bustle, etc. I got married in it. Hooray! So all was well. Fast forward a bit and a friend asks to borrow the dress. This friend is financially struggling and dealing with health problems. She's pushing up her wedding so she can get on her future husband's federal employee insurance. She wants to look pretty for her wedding, so she asks me to borrow my dress. I tell her, of course she can borrow the dress and I'll take care of cleaning costs afterwards. I only ask that they keep it from being irreparably stained or damaged. In my head, I'm thinking, just don't eat a 50-gallon drum of spaghetti with nothing but your face, and we'll be fine. Two weeks later, I start getting a bunch of messages with color swatches. I think, oh, wedding theme colors, nice. My friend was actually shopping around to get fabric dyed to dye my dress some version of sage slash pea slash pute green color. There was a bunch of concern back and forth that ensued once I realized her intention to drop my wedding dress in a vat of sadness in a terrible shade of green. At one point in the conversation, I politely but firmly informed her that I agreed to the dress being borrowed, but would not consent to the dress being dyed. She messaged me back, Too late! More exchanges happened, and I ended up getting the dress back from her a week before her wedding, and I was happy to find out that she lied about it being too late. She admitted that she was hoping that I would just give up and let her do what she wanted with the dress if I thought it was too late to do anything about it. She ended up throwing a fit when I told her that she couldn't dye it and refused to use it unless she could dye it to be her dream wedding dress color. I was cast as the bad guy for taking my dress back from a sick friend and denying her a day to feel beautiful. I think I'm maybe not the bad guy here, but I did get the dress at a steal. It was an expensive dress though, so it wasn't one that I could replace easily. However, it was for a sick friend and I did get it cheap. On top of that, there's a sentimental factor of having done all the work on it myself and having worn it in my own wedding. I don't know, so you tell me. Was I the butthole to take my dress back a week before her wedding? No way, OP. You loaned her the dress. You didn't give her the dress. It's just common courtesy that when you loan something to someone, you expect it to be given back to you in the same condition it was when you gave it to them in the first place. OP, I bet what your friend was actually trying to do was irreparably alter your wedding dress so that once everything was said and done, you wouldn't ask for it back. That way, she could have her dream wedding dress and still keep it after the wedding was over. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your friend gets 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not serving my wife breakfast, lunch, and dinner when she demands it? About 6 months ago, my wife and I decided to split household duties, which was totally her idea. I'd been cooking a lot and she basically said that she hated cooking and figuring out food and if I kept doing it she would be happy to take on the majority of housework and cleaning. We tried it and I thought it went well so we kept doing it. Easy enough. Now on to the issue. I've started cooking in bulk. On Saturday and Sunday I make one giant meal each day in our instant pot and portion out the remainder of our food into serving sized tupperware. Basically meal prep. I've also stocked the fridge each week with lots of jellies, meats, and cheeses, and the pantry with lots of snacks and bread for quick sandwiches. Now, during the day, she'll randomly come into my office and tell me I'm hungry and want me to make her food. I tell her about the sandwich options and all the leftovers that would take her two minutes to heat up, and she just rolls her eyes and leaves, which I think is rude. We got into an argument yesterday where she told me that I'm not holding up my end of the bargain. She wants breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks served to her throughout the day. I told her that if I'm making myself lunch or dinner, then I'll make some for her, but I'm not going to drop everything to stand in a microwave for two minutes when she's capable of doing that herself. I don't tell her when I think something needs to be cleaned, you know? Anyway, she thinks that I'm being a jerk, and I think she's acting childish. Am I the butthole? So, on this thread, people voted OP as being a butthole, and I was actually about to go against that because it kind of seems somewhat reasonable here. I was going to say that I don't know if OP can be the butthole here because we don't know exactly how much chores the wife is doing. I mean, what, is she just like doing laundry every week? Because in that case, it sounds like a pretty even balance of chores. However, after going into the comments of this thread, OP provided more information, and this story is very different than he made it seem. The thing that OP left out is that they recently had a child together, and his wife basically takes up all childcare duties feeding, nap time, changing diapers, etc. (laughs) So yeah, OP's wife is doing way, way more chores than OP's doing. And now OP's trying to weasel out of work by saying, oh, you said that I should handle food and cooking. So I did all the shopping and all the cooking, but you didn't say anything about warming up the food for you, so I don't have to do that. Come on, OP, your wife has a newborn baby, and you said yourself that she's doing all that childcare herself. The fact that you didn't include that in the main story makes me think that you know that you're the butthole here, but you excluded it because you're trying to weasel out of doing more work. Yeah, OP, you're the butthole. Support your wife. I'm giving you 3 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your wife 0 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for putting my kids' non-emergency surgery above my sick girlfriend? A little backstory. I'm a 37-year-old guy with two kids. My 8-year-old daughter was adopted from India five years ago. Her right leg is completely malformed. We were told that we were going to have to amputate part of her leg so she could have a proper prosthetic. When we first got her, we used a custom prosthetic that worked with her leg, but it was clear that it wouldn't last forever. My late wife and I said that we wanted to wait until she was fully settled into the family before getting the surgery. Two years later, my wife passed away, and that really put everything on hold. It was a very hard adjustment. But finally, after I felt like we were getting back to normal last year, I got the surgery scheduled for April 22nd. Let's just say that didn't happen when it was scheduled, because it was a non-emergency surgery, which annoys me because, yeah, she wouldn't die if she didn't get the surgery, but it was necessary. I also started dating my girlfriend three months ago. She has three kids who get along with my kids, and even though she only met my kids three times, she's pretty nice to them. Well, five months ago, I finally got the surgery scheduled for February 10th, 2021. Last week, my girlfriend started feeling sick, but she was okay until two days ago. That morning, she called me and said she was feeling really sick and she needed me to come over. That was the day of my daughter's surgery. I said I couldn't come over, and she got really annoyed. She kept throwing it in my face that the doctors called it a non-emergency surgery. She suggested that I just drop my eight-year-old off at the hospital and then come over. I, of course, said no. Then she suggested that I come over while she's in surgery. The surgery only takes about an hour, and I wanted to be there in case something happened, so I again said no. The surgery went well, and my daughter's currently home and resting, but my girlfriend's been ignoring me. She said to a mutual friend that I'm not even trying to make compromises here. I don't think that I should have to compromise when my kid is in surgery. Am I the butthole here? Should I have tried more to be there for my girlfriend? OP, I'm trying to imagine how I would feel if I were sick in bed and my girlfriend has a child that's about to go in surgery. If I was laying in bed sick and my girlfriend showed up to my house on the day of her daughter's surgery to, like, hang out with me, that act alone would seriously make me doubt that relationship. It's like, lady, I'm just, just like, coughing in bed. I'm okay, please go be with your 8-year-old kid who's in surgery. Like, I wouldn't really want to have a kid with someone who's that disrespectful to their own kids. Also, just because a surgery is non-emergency doesn't mean that it's not a major surgery. This poor girl is literally having parts of her body removed. She deserves to have her father there. She's eight years old, so that's probably her very first surgery. When she wakes up, she's probably scared, alone, in pain, drugged up. You have every responsibility to be there as her father. How does your girlfriend not understand this? OP, you get zero out of five buttholes. If anything, you're a stellar father. Your girlfriend gets three out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my brother that if his kids go hungry, that's his problem, not mine? In this story, my brother's name is Mike and my ex's name is Tammy. Ten years ago, my then-fiancé left me at the altar and went on our honeymoon with my brother, Mike. In her note to me, she told me that she loved my brother since high school, but he's never been interested in her. So she just used me to get to him. She claimed to have loved me at some point, but after a drunken one-night stand, she and Mike knew that they were soulmates. I'm not gonna lie, I was a wreck for about a year. But time heals all wounds, so I've moved on. I disowned Mike, and I haven't spoken to both of them in ten years. For the first two years, my family hid that they had any contact with my brother, but then they just basically sat me down one day and told me that Tammy was pregnant. And Mike was planning to marry her soon, so I had to get over it because they were going to the wedding, baby shower, etc. To be honest, I was hurt at the way that they went about it, but they're adults. I can't control what they do with their lives. I simply ask that they not invite me to anything or expect me to forgive them. They tried multiple times to make us talk, but after a year of no contact, they got the picture. Fast forward to last week, and I heard that Mike and Tammy are expecting their fifth child and Mike's business went bankrupt last September. Then, the chain store that Tammy works at closed down, and they have zero savings, apparently. My family's hinted that my wife and I should help them out, because we're the most financially successful. You know, for the kid's sake. My wife straight up told them, no, and tell Mike to look for a job, and then we left. A while later, I got a call from an unknown number, and I had a feeling who it was, but I just had to answer. From the moment I said hello, both Mike and Tammy started ranting about me needing to get over Tammy. They said that I'm a piece of garbage for punishing kids for something that happened years ago. Finally, my brother asked me, How does it feel to be the reason my kids go hungry? So I told him, that's his problem, not mine. Then they started yelling and crying, so I just hung up. Since then, my whole family's been calling me names for taking my anger out on Mike's innocent children. My wife said that I should tell them all to go screw themselves, and if he really needs financial help, then they should put their hands in their own pockets. Give me a break. They burned that bridge, so they don't get to guilt trip you anymore about you not helping them out. If your brother wanted your support in his life, then he shouldn't have completely betrayed you. Your brother slept with your fiancé, then after she left you at the altar, he went off and made a life with her? OP, your brother is a garbage human being, and you have every right to cut him out of your life. It's not your fault that his kids are going hungry, it's his fault. If you're going to give them anything, OP, I'd say write them a thank you note. Because if it weren't for their disgusting behavior, you never would have upgraded to your current wife, who seems like an absolute queen. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Your brother and your ex-fiancé get 5 out of 5 buttholes. That was our slash in my the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow this podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.